This is Saturday, August 13th, and today we're going to finish this final section of Romans chapter 6. We've seen how the Apostle Paul uses the metaphor of slavery to explain the binding power of sin in our lives. Though we no longer have the institution of slavery, we know what it means to lose our freedom, to be under the control of habits and patterns that have sprung up like weeds in our lives. Maybe at the time we began a behavior because it was good, or we thought it was good. But soon we fell into a constant pattern of doing the same thing. Sandy and I were recently in the mountains of North Carolina. While driving near Asheville, North Carolina, we passed through an, an area literally covered with kudzu. Have you heard of kudzu? It is a leafy vine imported from Asia to the United States to slow the erosion of soil. It was introduced at the 1876 World's Fair, and then the government grew 70 million saplings and paid people $8 an acre who were willing to plant it. It seemed like a great idea, until it began to thrive and take over vast stretches of land. Where it grows, it chokes out the life of native trees and other plants. And each year in the U.S., it expands its reach by about 150,000 acres. Wow! That's equivalent to about a 1,000 golf courses. Now, that's more than we wanted to know about kudzu, but this is the way sin grows in our lives. If we give it a little room, it will take over. And so we ask, well, how can we eradicate it? Paul says that we first know, come to know who we are in Christ, that we died with him, and we've also been raised up with him. Then we learn to consider, to count ourselves, to reckon ourselves dead to sin. In other words, we put on the mindset of our new identity in Christ. And then finally, we offer ourselves to God as servants of righteousness. Here's our text for today, Romans chapter 6, verse 20 to 23. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now Paul in his explanation turns to, the, to a new metaphor of fruit. He asks, what fruit were we harvesting from a life in sin, stuck in sin? He said it was nothing good. It was only death. Now think of the fruit that comes from a life lived in fellowship with God. Giving ourselves daily to God as our Lord opens the way for sanctification, a growing joy and peace in God and in eternal life that's coming. Notice again this master-slave language. But here's the thing. Now we become slaves of God. Now, you might wonder when you hear this, how can being a slave ever be good? Won't our slavery to God also result in an unhealthy bondage? 
won't this slavery also rob us of freedom? Here is Becky Pippert explaining, sort of extending the quote from yesterday. If Jesus is our Lord, then he is the one who controls. He has ultimate power. It's not a control that manipulates us or takes away our dignity. Jesus will not control us in the wrong way, nor will he control us in the easy way by making every decision for us. He controls us in the right way, by being who he is without compromise, and by insisting that we become all we were meant to be. And he tells us that this can only happen through following him. Jesus is the one who sets us free from the bondage we have to whatever controls us. And he does this by meeting our deepest needs, and also by becoming our Lord, with our attention and obedience being directed to him. You see, unlike the kudzu, the nature of sin in our lives, the righteousness of God works the opposite way. The more committed we become to serving Christ, the greater our freedom and joy become. It is only in him that the slavery of sin can be broken, and where we can discover ourselves as God created us to be. Now, of course, as we have seen, we easily get stuck. There's a powerful deception that comes with our sin. Sin creates this distorted picture of us to hold us captive and to convince us that our lives can never change, to keep us, us stuck in its grasp. But Jesus breaks us free by showing us the extent of his love and by leading us into a new life of freedom from what used to control us. Let's pray together. Almighty God, there are days we have difficulty believing that we can change and that our lives can be different than they are now. Show us Jesus and the power of his resurrection. Raise us up with Christ to new life that we might praise your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <music>